season one wait is it oh shoot it's episode six. <laughs> oh man episode six of season one yes last episode y'all of season one how y'all feeling yo i'm feeling i'm like feeling a mixture of things because it is the last episode of this season uh of the first season Meaning that we set out to do six episodes, and here we are at episode number six. And um, I don't know we about did you. that. We did. We <laughs> did. We really did. Um, That's awesome. And I'm I'm grateful. I'm feeling I'm feeling a sense of gratitude, um, and also feeling like just proud of us. Um, you know, some of the feedback that we have literally received and from people has been encouraging us, but just also reminding us of what God is doing through us. And um I think that we've truly come to this this show, this podcast with authenticity um and with transparency. And just to know that like we got to do that together as biological sisters, as you say. Um, but we got to do that together with one another and it's been, um, a blessing to us. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just feeling a sense of gratitude and gratefulness for the journey that has been, um, these six episodes. Yeah. Even, even the moments of like, it wasn't going so hot y'all. Like we about to paint the picture that this has been, you know, peachy king and all that stuff it's been a lot of growing and um difficult conversations that we talk about having with y'all like we've had to weather those and navigate through those um sometimes the morning of (laughs) a recording or the evening of a recording like um so it hasn't it hasn't always been a smooth selling thing but even in this journey together we've been able to learn um, more about ourselves and learn from one another and continue to dive into those difficult conversations and take accountability and, um, you know, provide the opportunity for the other person to grow and to make changes. And I think that like, that's been super amazing to see that happen in, in both of our lives. So I don't know. I'm just feeling grateful. I'm feeling grateful. That's amazing. No, I agree. I think, um, you know, I think anytime you set out to do something that like you've never done before, there's all those little kinks and and like things that you have to work out. Um, and it was no different like for us, even though we talk every day, um, we have hard conversations multiple times throughout a week's time. Um, this was a new journey and something new that we set out to do together. And um, so it was no different. Like we had to work out different things. You know, I, um, I'm not the best all the time 
with uh, managing time <laughs> and my schedule. Um, so just working with schedule conflicts and having to reschedule and move things around and all that. But um, we did it, though. We made it. We're at episode six. And um, I think it's been really, really cool, Like just like you said, hearing from some of the people that have shared, you know, how much of a blessing this has been to them and how they can relate so much to some of the journey and stuff that God has been walking us through these last few years and some of the things that we're speaking about. Um, it's it's blessing, you know, people. And I think that that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about is being an example of what it means to be a daughter of God and, you know, encouraging people in their journey, <laughs> like to just let God be God and you know, not be afraid of process and not be afraid of, you know, the ugly parts of the intersectionality of life and faith, the grief and transitions and having to unlearn things and dismantle things. You talk about that all the time. Uh, breaking barriers. That's, that's a plug for Jazz's Breaking Barriers Ministries. But like having to walk through all of these things is not easy. It's not easy to do that. And sometimes it can be a lonely road as you're trying to maneuver and navigate through life um, and holding on to faith and holding on to Jesus and holding on to relationship um, and really clinging to God in moments when you feel far um, and moments when you feel alone and all that. So I'm super excited that this is a safe space for, you know, us and for our listeners to um, journey together. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think um, you said something that has made me, um, that made me pause. You said unlearning things. And um, I kind of want to sit there for a minute <laughs> because as we're talking about this journey and what we have been navigating through, I'm like, Jazz, what have you had to unlearn in this process? What have you had to unlearn? Because we can talk about dismantling things and we can talk about, you know, the difficult conversations and all those things. But what have you literally had to unlearn in this journey personally um, for yourself? And so um, as I'm reflecting on that, I don't know if I really have an answer for the question that I'm asking, but it just made me pause because I think that that's so powerful because we always talk about, oh, learn this and educate yourself on this and grow in this and, you know, make changes in this. But literally there's an exchange that has to take place. You literally sometimes have to unlearn behavior, unlearn uh processes of thinking, unlearn voices that have been so amplified in your life. Like you literally have to unlearn so much. And um and it's it's challenging, but it's also so beautiful too. Um y'all gonna have to excuse me today. I'm feeling just a sense of like <laughs> excitement and gratefulness. Even though we're talking about unlearning behaviors and patterns like that's a beautiful process to be able to engage in. It doesn't always feel like it. It's not going to um, always, you know, sound beautiful or feel beautiful, but we are promised um, to experience beauty for ashes. Um, and so as things are being burned down in our lives or processes are being, you know, dismantled and things like that and I ideas and um, you know, ways of interacting and interpersonal things are, you know, being uh, addressed. We are also being granted the opportunity to 
literally unlearn some things. And I think for me, one of the biggest things that I'm thinking of is just interpersonal resolutions, um, interpersonal, yeah, interpersonal resolutions that I have been comfortable in and have kind of been one of those things. Well, that's just how I am. You know, I've identified myself as we talked about identity a couple of times throughout the season as a sassy woman. And while that may be true and while that may be conducive for some environments, it's not conducive everywhere. Um, And it doesn't always, it's not something that I always get to use as an excuse or, you know, that that's just how I identify. And so literally having to take a step back and to say um, to myself that while you may be sassy, jazzy, um, (laughs) that doesn't always work out everywhere and with everyone. And so literally having to unlearn that behavior, unlearn that that way of interacting with others, um, and unlearn those types of, I guess, patterns that I've kind of become used to, um, and making sure that it's a space for, for me to be sassy, um, because there's a time and a place for everything. And so just really having to unlearn that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And one of the things when you started talking about dismantling and unlearning things, um, one of the biggest things that I feel like the Lord is like walking me through still, but has been walking me through is like really identifying the things that I found comfort in and like laying them down um, and finding my comfort and finding my rest in him in this season and like not from, you know, relationships and not from, you know, outward validation, um, not from the applause of of people, not from, you know, these people pleasing, people being pleased with Jewel. Like those are things that former Jewel um, found comfort in. I found solace. I felt safe in that, um, being liked, being, you know, valued and all of these things um, because it was filling, fulfilling a need in me that I needed. But God is like, man, like, I want you to find that in me. Like, I want you to find your identity and like, I want you to identify who you are in me and find rest in me and find comfort in me. And that has literally been something that like, he's just been like peeling away. You talked about onions last episode, like just peeling away layers um, of needing some of those other things to be comfortable and to feel loved and to feel valued and all those things. And like, that's something that God literally has been like teaching me. Like I, he said last year to me, like, I want to do a a work in you and I want to change you from the inside out. Like I want to mold you and shape you and just yielding to that and like giving into that and allowing him to take me through that process of really being changed from the inside out. Um, And some of those behaviors that you talked about, you know, we all have them. We all have things that we're like, I don't really know if this is a good representation of like who I'm called to be. And I don't like the way that I, um, you know, get sometimes like I, you know, had a, had a a check in with myself yesterday, um, at work, I was frustrated with, um, something, you know, related to my job and a specific person. And I found myself like, you're getting triggered um, by this person's behavior and by this person's whatever, and you're allowing it to affect you and your response instead of 
being who God called you to be um, and shifting, you know, the atmosphere or just rising above and being the bigger person and not even the bigger person, but the better person. Um, And not in a sense of like pridefully or arrogantly, but like just being a representation of my father. And so like, as God's taking all of us, because I, I think it's more than just us. I think there's a lot of listeners and stuff that are also going through their own journeys and like understanding that there are some things that God like has been removing and peeling layers back and changing and doing all this inside work, this internal work so that we can be sober minded. So we can go into the world and and not taint the places and the spaces that God has called us to. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's super good. As you were talking, I was thinking about um, false identities, and I, I had a conversation today where at the end of the conversation, the person spoke to me. I see this person as a as a mentor in my life, and um, he spoke to me and he said, yeah, just be jazz. And um, when he said that, I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. But as I left that conversation, I had to really think of who is the authentic jazz because so many times we have, like I said, identified ourselves in certain ways that really speak to false identities. And, you know, we get into the the, the topic of false identity and we want to name the big stuff, but like, no, your interactions or the way that you show up, you've identified and found comfort in that. You have found that well, they don't know how to handle me or they don't know how to, you know, (laughs) to take this part of who I am. And this is me authentically showing up. And I know I've said that to myself before, like I'm literally responding in an authentic way. And this is how I feel right now. But that doesn't mean that there isn't work to be done or there that doesn't mean that there isn't a a better, more authentic, um, healthy way for me to show up. And so having to unlearn the unhealthy ways and to then insert an exchange for the healthy, like as a process, right? But I, I loved what my mentor said today is just show up as you, just be you, Jess. Um, and that made me start to question um, in a good way and to explore who was Jasmine. And I think that that's something that we... We sometimes brush past that, right? Oh, I found out who I am. My identity is solidified in Christ. And it is that, and you know, all of the things that we that we blurt out. And that's true, it is. But every so often, you should be able to ask yourself, who is Jasmine? And is Jasmine showing up as the way in the way that Christ has called her to show up? Is Jasmine living out what um, Christ has given her to to do and to be in the earth? Is she literally showing up in her authentic in her authenticity in a way that is pleasing to God, not to people, not to your past and them, not to you know the the denomination and doctrine, not to the job, not to the family, you know, but literally are you showing up to what is pleasing to God? And I think when we stop and take those moments and we don't brush past those opportunities to sit and to reflect and to question, right? To question, is this how I want to show up? Is this who I want to be? Is this the representation of Christ that I'm supposed to have in the earth? And we really give ourselves those opportunities to reflect upon that. I think that we do ourselves um, a good service to, to, to tap into that and to really get an understanding for who we are and how we're showing up in the earth. Um, I hope that makes sense. But 
yeah, it just made me think of false identities because whoo, that could be an episode in and of itself, literally diving into what we have identified ourselves with or connected to or even come into agreement with that is so opposite of who we truly are at our core of who we truly desire to be and what God has said about us. There's just so much to to dive into that. No, for sure. Absolutely. And I think like as the as the body of Christ, like we do a really good job. Um, and I've done it before, like, you know, just declaring like the scriptures over ourselves. Like this is, I'm, I'm a daughter of the most high God. I'm a daughter of Zion. Yes, I am. I'm an ambassador for Christ, but you're not, no, you're really not representing them the way you should be. Um, but we do that. Um, and a lot of times we almost get a little bit self-righteous, um, because we, we deny the fact that while you are, God does call you, um, Christ's ambassador and you are his daughter, you also have some ways about you, sis. <laughs> um, and um, like, that's just a reality. Like we live in Adam and Eve's world over here. Okay. Um, and so we we have some ways about us that we have to submit and surrender um, to the authority of Jesus Christ and allow him to like change us and allow even just just relationships, relational wealth um, with other people to um, be correctors, be able to be correctors of us. And we have to have the ability to self-reflect and take ourselves through self-deliverance. We have authority um, and just be able to see the things that God like is like, that's that's you, that's not me. Um, and you've identified yourself. I remember just walking through this entire um, last year or so, like, even like things like this. And people don't like to like admit this stuff. Like nobody wants to be like, yeah, like I, I was a little like rebellious at times, or I, I've been a little bit critical at times, or I've, I've carried like a spirit of accusation, or I've walked around kind of very critical of things that maybe I didn't understand or things that maybe, you know, just didn't sit right with me, but maybe they were approved by God. I don't know. Um, but like just being able to, take a step back and see like, yes, I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of the most high, but I also have things like that I have come into agreement with and things that I have, you know, identified myself by, um, and connected with whether I like was even aware of it or not. And there are some things that like, I need to be removed from me. There are some things that like, those layers, I need those peeled off so that I can be the authentic jewel, uh, the authentic jazz, like that God has created us to be and called us to be. Um, yeah, I don't know if that if that lands with what you were saying, but I just thought about that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that definitely, definitely lands. And even even in that moment of realization that, like. You got these ways about you, um, recognizing that there's grace and mercy in that and literally leaning into the grace and the mercy because it's been revealed, um, it's been exposed, it's been brought to your attention. And that means that if there's breath in your body, there's still the opportunity to make the changes. There's still the opportunity to literally change and grow. And I think that that's, um, 
I'm always talking about the demonstration of God's love. Um, you know, we we say, pour out your love on us. And then <laughs> he comes with the mirror <laughs> to show you what he sees. Um, and sometimes we're not ready, but I, I believe it's, it's a true demonstration of his love. I love you too much to leave you like that. And we talked about that before in, in the season that I, I just love you too much to not call you to an opportunity to change. I love you too much to to not allow you to see what I see um, because I, I created you. I, I know who you are inside and out while you're still yet discovering and will be for the rest of your life. I know you. I know you're in from your beginning. Like I literally know all that there is to know about you. Can't nobody tell me nothing about you that I don't already know, right? And so when we have these moments of of come to Jesus or these encounters <laughs> or these conversations where people are like, listen, I don't know if you notice this about you, but let me, let me bring, let me hip you to something real quick. And we have those conversations. Like it's a demonstration of his love. That is his grace. That is his mercy. That is his invitation to, to choose. What are you going to do with that? Right. Um, and I'm so grateful for just even in both of our journeys, the maturity of when those moments have arisen and when those moments have come in the last couple of years. And, and I'm not even going back the, the last year, like we've talked about that a lot, but I'm even thinking of the last four months. OK, um, when those moments have come, it's humbling. Um, because at the end of the day, like we live this life to be pleasing to God. We live this life as representations of him, as sons and daughters of Christ. And, and huh, y'all gonna have to forgive me today, but like literally we literally wear the representation of Christ on us. And so when we find ourselves in situations and moments where we have not been the best representation, or we have not lived out a life or a journey where um, Christ can truly be pleased with us. And yet, even in the midst of our mess, he still loves us. And yet in the midst of our mess, he still extends mercy to us. Like it's humbling. There's no room for pride. There's, <laughs> there's no room for, because honestly it could have, and it should have gone another way. And the thing that's been like tripping me up lately is that if I was the person who was to determine how it went, it probably would have went another way. Would grace still have been sufficient when I had to decide how I move forward? Would mercy still have been extended when I had to decide how I move forward? But to know that we serve a God that in spite and despite all of us and who we are and who we try to be and what we try to show up as and our imperfections and our our self-attempts to be godly and all of this stuff that even in the midst of our mess, he still loves us. In the midst of our mess, he still covers us. In the midst of our mess, he still graces us with his love and his presence. In the midst of our mess, he still surrounds us and covers us. L literally, like there's no room for pride. There's <laughs> no room. It's no room for 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 blaming. It's no room for picking a scapegoat because at the end of the day, when you pray, Lord, show me me and show me what you see, <laughs> he's coming through. Okay. He's literally coming through, but in his coming through and in him showing you that is also his love and his mercy and his grace and his goodness and like his faithfulness 
I think of the scripture that um, says that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. Um, I don't remember the rest of the the rest of the the scripture, but he's faithful to complete what he started in you. Is the is the purpose of that? Is this is the principle behind that? That he loves you so much that he's faithful to see it through, um, even when he has to cut you, even when he has to silence you, even when he has to literally sit you down and he has to shake up your world. Like his that's his faithfulness showing up to say that I'm committed to you. Um, by any means necessary, I'm committed to you. It, it. I used to hear our parents say, or, or sometimes I don't know if they actually said this to us, but, um, some parents in in certain cultures say this hurts me more than it hurts you. And <laughs> as we're in Holy Week, I'm thinking like, man, like some of us be out here wilding. And when I say some of us, some of us is me and me is some of us. Okay. Um, we be out here wilding, like literally just doing what we think and trying to make it honestly. Um, and sometimes not realizing the impact that we are having is not, um, what we really want to have in the lives of other people. But even in the midst of that, God is like, yeah, we about to shake up your world because um, if you continue on in this journey, ma'am, we're not going to get to the to the perfected end. We're not going to get to the perfected will. And so I got to step in and I got to I got to be God in this moment. And I'm God at all times, but I have to be God, the father. I have to be God, the comforter. I have to be God, the the keeper. I have to be God who is faithful. I have to I have to show up and be all of the things that you have come to know me being and then also what you have heard about me because I don't change. And so whatever you need in this moment, whatever you need me to be, that's how I'm coming in because I'm faithful. Yeah, no, man. I was just over here like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said so much, like so much. And one of the things when you were saying like, you know, I just have to be, I just have to be like, he just has to be Lord sometimes. Like he has to be Lord sometimes and he has to be dad sometimes. Um, he has to snatch us up sometimes in love. Like he is just like tender. I, I always all the edges with the Crisco grease, the Crisco and the edge brush. Okay. Um, (laughs) that thing be hurting, but, um, I like being a mom and stuff. Like there's so many different situations or even with the dogs like that I'll just be talking to these dogs or talking to Liam and I just chuckle David and I chuckled I'm just like man this is probably what God be feeling like like because we just be out here we don't understand he trying to protect us he trying to keep us he trying to keep us breathing he trying to do all these things and we are just in la la land over here but it's his great like his grace is sufficient for us he's faithful he loves his children. He wants good things. The word says he'll withhold no good thing from his children. And I was thinking you brought up the scripture that says, for we know that all things work together for the good of them who love God and are called according to his purpose. Is that what you said? Or did you say the scripture, um, he who began a good work? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a good scripture too. That one it, but that one fits. But that, I was like, that, that ain't what I said. <laughs> That one does fit. That's Romans eight twenty eight. No, the other one that you said was that God will um, work all things together. No, wait. <laughs> you said he, he who, who began, began a good, good work. work. Yes, Lord, the good to work. complete into the days of Christ Jesus, I believe. Um, but yes, I thought about mommy's song that she used to sing. 
She used to sing the song that said, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. He who started the work is faithful to complete it in you. And she used to just repeat that, repeat that. I can hear her singing it right now. Um, And it's just like super duper healing. Like when you really think about that, like regardless of the mistakes, regardless of where you find yourself on your journey, regardless of how many times like you were far from God, <laughs> like when he wanted nothing more than intimacy and closeness with you. Um, times when you, when you got it wrong, when you missed the mark, that's what sin is. It's missing the mark. Like all of these times it like, God is still faithful. God is still good. He's still faithful to complete what he started in you. And I was talking to somebody <clears throat> recently about the scripture that says that, um, that God is, um, what is the scripture that they mentioned? Um, oh man, it's about the gifts. His gifts come without repentance, that scripture. Um, and a lot of people, like when I was younger, I used to think that like that meant something else than what it means. <laughs> I don't even remember what my interpretation was as a child. Um, about Girl, there's about 50 of them, depending on what denomination okay. you well, what Well, what I um, have learned like it to mean is that like God, God's never going to be like, like he's never going to place something in Jewel or something in Jasmine and just be like, man. I shouldn't have gave that to her. <laughs> like, I wish I could take that back. Like, who he gonna repent to anyways? Like, he's God Almighty, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. I don't know who, who he gonna take it back to. But, like, God is never sitting on the throne like, man, like, man, I messed up right there. Um, Like, he is, his gifts are without repentance. Like, he is not repenting and, like, lamenting over what it is that he placed inside of you, what it is that he created and wrote in your book of destiny, like for the, for the earth, like he's not repenting of that. He's not wishing that he did it another way. Like he's literally faithful to complete the work that he started in you, what he spoke before the foundations of the world. Like he's faithful to see that thing through, to see that thing come to fruition. Um, And I just think that that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's so healing. It's so, like, unbelievable, really, sometimes. But once we start to believe that and once we really let that settle in, that, like, God is with me, like, he's faithful to this. He's true to this. He's not new to this. He's true to this. Like, he's, he's, he is God all by himself, like without my perfection, without my performance, without me not doing everything perfectly, which is the same thing as perfection. I just repeated myself, but it's okay. But like, <laughs> he's God, like, and that is just, it's the, it's the best thing to like understand that and accept that and like really believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It's sobering. Um to be able to just, because I feel like sometimes we go through life. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but we go through life like, and we hear all of that we just poured out, right? You hear those things and you're like, yes, I believe that. Like, But sometimes our minds are still clogged and contaminated and our hearts are still um, dirty and filthy and stony. So that we can't even really embrace that because we're intoxicated 
with with the junk. And so when you literally start to take that and believe it, like you said, and, and embrace that and literally allow the healing work of God's love to heal you and to to bring those wounds into a place of, of literally scabbing and not picking the scab, but allowing the scab to turn into a scar, literally when we allow God's love to do that and take us through those process, it becomes a sobering thing. So when you look at the scar, like, you know, it don't still hurt. Um, it doesn't always look nasty and raggedy like it did when it was a wound, but like, it's a, re- it's a reminder of God's love. Like, it's like, yeah, I wear my scar and I know that God did this and took me through this process. And so, um, it is, it's cleaned out, it's scabbed, it became a scar, it's healed. And um, that's a sobering, a sobering um, process to go through and to be on the other side of that clear, clear minded, not intoxicated, not contaminated, not dirty. Yeah. I don't know. It's sobering. Yeah, that that is so good. Like, that's so, so good. Um, But yeah, so I, I mean, I guess we're we're at the end of the road here. And it's been like super duper dope um, just to do this together. And I know um, moving forward and stuff like we've talked about, like we've been listening and getting the messages and stuff from everybody about how the podcast is blessing them and just encouraging us really um, to keep going and stuff. Um, I think both of us, you know, we have our our hands and and some different things and stuff like that and different responsibilities and all that. And so sometimes it can be like, man, like you know, should we take a pause on this or whatever? Um, we need somebody to manage the social media account. So if you know somebody, email us, okay? Um, but just getting those messages and hearing the feedback and stuff about how much of a blessing um, the show has been to people. You know, um, Jazz and I have been tossing around some ideas and stuff. I know I've mentioned a couple times that we will be coming with some more stuff. Um, And one of the things that, you know, has really kind of been laid on our hearts that we've been thinking about is just opening up like a community, like an online community um, where we can dive into some of these episodes. We can dive into the things that we're talking about. Um, We can even get more personal, a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more transparent, you know, with with an intimate community of people that want to walk with us and want to journey with us. Um, We want to have more connection and more more touch points, I guess, with our listeners and things like that. And so uh, that's definitely something that we are working on right now that we really want to launch out there for you guys, because I know there are many people walking through similar journeys of healing and and wholeness and pursuing just pursuing God, you know, and and the difficulties and the challenges and the victories of life. Um, we want to be able to walk with you, but yeah, so that's something that will be coming uh, that we're super excited about. But as we are prayerfully um, getting ready for season two and things like that, like we welcome your um, emails. We welcome feedback on what different things you'd like to talk about. Um, We're going to be opening up for uh, some guests uh, in the coming seasons as well. So if you have a topic or you have something that's just stirring in you, um, a story, a part of something that you've been journeying with um, or journeying through with the Lord, 
that you'd like to come on and talk about. Like we're going to be opening up uh, future episodes and future seasons for guests to come on as well. So I'm super duper excited and just thankful uh, to all of you guys for tuning in for rocking with us um, in season one. Uh, we hope to just that it gets better and better and better um, as we continue on um, in this podcast journey. So thank you guys so, so much. Yes, absolutely. I agree with everything that uh, my sis has said. Um, this has been amazing, um, beautiful, um, triumphant. Like it's been a lot of things, but um, we're grateful for our listeners, and we're grateful that we get to uh, journey with y'all. I, I can't express how much this journey has truly tremendously blessed us and empowered us and um, been fulfilling in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, I don't feel drained by this, but I feel fulfilled and purposeful and um, in this journey. And so I'm just grateful to God, but also grateful to y'all because y'all listen, y'all show up every other week. Um, and it's just a good time. And I know to expect like clockwork, some feedback that's coming um, or some some insight into how this touched somebody. And so I, we just really, really appreciate that. Um, and so, yeah, be on the lookout for um, the online community that is coming. Uh, we are definitely excited and God is definitely moving, um, moving in us and, and with us. And so we're grateful. But yeah, y'all, we have made it to the end of season, season one. Praise the Lord. Praise him. He's worthy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, all right, y'all. We love you so much. Thank you so much for everything. Um, we will. Uh, we'll see you in season two. Okay. Season two. Hey. <laughs> season two. Hey. 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 All right. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>